Hey everybody, it's Chris Aiken from Aftershocks reminding you that if you want to see the interviews, see the artists, and see Matt and I ramble on with the artists, subscribe to us on YouTube. Just go to the link bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash AftershocksPod1, the number one. So bit.ly slash AftershocksPod1. And you can subscribe and see all of our videos in this video cast. It's Slayer right here on your classic metal show with Unit 731 going by out by request, a mobile request to uh, Taylor. Wow. <laughs> Banging her head at a Mexican restaurant. I bet listening to this show <laughs> so she's in a mexican restaurant enjoying margaritas listening to the show and banging banging her head to some slayer while they're playing all that fucking taco dancing music over the pa probably yeah i gotta shake it up a little bit yeah i guess so jesus mm -hmm. nice well welcome taylor all right. Well, since since we just got a dose of brutality there, what kind of brutality did you dish out this week regarding the mask situation? All right. So you're going to love this story because it deals with your favorite place of all time, Chicago. Walmart. Oh, Walmart. No, Walmart. I Yeah, Walmart is a favorite place of mine. I haven't stepped foot in one in a decade. Well, it's funny you should say that because that leads exactly into this story. As you know, I do not venture into stores Yeah, for any fucking reason whatsoever. I'm, I'm not venturing into a store and I'm certainly not going into a store now with all this fucking bullshit mask nonsense. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm just not going to do it. All right. I get it. So as you and all the listeners are aware for the last, what, almost three years now, I have been online order guy. Mm-hmm. And I have done the grocery thing through Walmart most times, but do the thing where they either deliver it to you or curbside, you pickup. curbside pickup. Exactly. Okay. So that's important because when you hear this story, you're not going to believe this shit. <laughs> I will believe it. <laughs> we live in some very strange times. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to make an, an assumption. You tell me if it's a good assumption, given that I've ordered from them probably 60 times with the curbside pickup, mm -hmm. would you assume that I know how to order for curbside pickup from their website? I, I would assume so. Yeah. I mean, if you do it probably on a weekly or a bi-weekly basis, you are probably pretty adept at doing that. Yes. Well, I thought so too. So I, I, I've been on this it certainly doesn't show, but I've been on this diet where I'm, I'm really concentrating on, on weight. I'm concentrating what I'm putting into my fat fucking face. I'm, I'm doing exercise. I'm really trying to get my shit together. You know, I, I really am. So what I needed was, um, what, eight cases of fucking slim fast. And four cases of water. Okay. That's what I was ordering. Not a terribly tough order here. No, you got two items there. Yeah. Two items, you know, 
That's all it was. So I, I go to Walmart's app as I do every single month or two weeks or whatever I do. I punch it all in. It's 120 bucks. Boom. Paid. Boom. Then I get an email that says, these items are not going to be available at your normal store. You need to go to this store. So I said, okay, fair enough. So instead of going to the one in, um, in Macedonia, which is like five miles from me, mm-hmm. I have to go to the one in Stowe, which is like double the distance, 10 miles, which I know for me, you know, that's like driving and I hate that shit, but whatever. <laughs> You know, I was like, okay, fine. I'll go to the one in Stowe. No big deal. So the the way it works is they send you an email that says you, you tell them when you want to pick up, mm-hmm. but then they send you an email saying, okay, it's, um, it's available. You know, it, it's available to come pick up. Right. Right. I get you. So I order this shit at one o'clock in the afternoon. Now, normally. When I order from my normal store, I'll get an email about an hour later that says, your shit's ready. Come get it. Cool. So I ordered at one o'clock in the afternoon for one reason only. I did not want to get fucking tangled up into the fucking traffic at five o'clock. The only thing I didn't want to do was deal with the fucking traffic because I don't drive enough to, to deal with the traffic, quite honestly. You know, I'm not good at fucking riding the brake for 10 miles and taking an hour and a half to go 10 miles, you know? So I, I, I make my order and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. Three o'clock comes four o'clock comes five o'clock comes. I call the store at five o'clock. What the fuck? Where's my fucking order? They go, Oh, well, we just got it. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You just got it. We just got it. No, we, we overlooked it is what they yeah, said. Exactly. You didn't just get it. I ordered right. it at one fucking o'clock. Yeah. So they go, okay, well, we'll get it together right now. And I'm like, okay, should I come now? And she's like, no, no, wait until you get your email. Cause it might be an hour or so. It's like, okay. I get the email at seven 45. Wow. For and the, the pickup, I believe, ends at eight o'clock. Okay. But they said, but they, but they email and say, but you can pick it up tomorrow as well. Said, okay, fair enough. So I'll wait till tomorrow to go and get it. So tomorrow comes. I had some appointments in the morning, but then I had time. I had from. I, I did the an interview for Aftershocks at 11.30. So I finished that at noon. And I had from noon to five to go get it. So I had a couple of businessy type things I had to do. By one o'clock, I'm in the car out to the fucking Stowe Walmart. I get to the Stowe Walmart. And you don't know how this works, I'm, I'm sure. But they have these parking lots on the on the side of the building. I, I do know how it worked. Okay. When, I, when I was visiting with Don a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. we had to go to home Depot. Okay. And so you pull into a space and it's got a number on the space. Right. And mm-hmm. then X the number that you're parked in. Yeah. So th- this is supposed to work. You, if you have the app on your phone, it's GPS and they're supposed to know you're there. 
So you pull in and, and I did, I pulled in, I get the little alert on my phone that says you have arrived at Walmart. Mm -hmm. Please wait while your order is brought to you. Okay. So I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Car next to me gets their shit. Another car pulls up. They get their shit. Another car comes in and pulls up. They get their shit. <laughs> I don't get my shit. So you got to roll down the window and yell at the guy. Hey, well, I've been sitting here for, you know, 30 minutes. What the fuck? Well, the sign did have a phone number on it, which I called. And I said, hey, you know, what the fuck? Where's my order? And the guy says to me, he goes, oh, well, since you didn't come to get your order yesterday, we now you have to, no, now you have to come into the store and you have to go to customer service. Why? Because now they've moved my order to the kiosk. And I said, so I said to the guy, I said, well, I didn't fucking order that. I ordered it to be brought to me and put in my fucking car. And he's like, well, all you got to do is come in. And then I started getting pissed off. I was like, I don't want to come into your fucking store. Yeah. You, you know where it is. You yeah. know I'm on the phone. Send, yeah. send your guy over there with his little cart to the kiosk yeah. and get it and drag it out here. Which is what I said to him. Well, that, that's only logical. That's just logical. Here's where I started to lose my <laughs> fucking mind. All right. The guy says to me. Our system isn't set up to do that. What do you mean? Because, can you, sir, and you see the kiosk for from where you're standing talking to me on the phone. Yeah, <laughs> I could see it. I see the light. It says kiosk on it. Well, right. send your guy over there and get it and drag it out here. Yeah. So he basically says no. He basically said, and I did, I did everything you're saying here. I was like. Just have your guy bring it. I'm in fucking parking space number six. That's just a, have your guy bring hard, it to me. How hard is that? Shouldn't be hard at all, considering that's what they were supposed to do in the first fucking place. But no, they're not going to do it. So he says to me, he goes, I'm sorry, sir. We, we will not bring it out to you. You're going to have to come in and get it. Why? Because they're not going to bring it out to me. Why? Give me a reason why. Because their system, bottom line is it was some dumb fuck that didn't know how to cancel something in the system and just fucking bring me the shit. Why is my, my water and my slim fast uh, quarantine due to the, to the China virus? Is that the deal? He didn't know how to scan it as fucking being checked out. <laughs> That's really what it was. All he had to do was scan it. Just like if I walked into the fucking store, yeah, and, and, I scan it and then yeah. drag it out the door. Yeah, I already paid for the shit for God's yeah. sake. I paid in advance. Yeah, so so scan it like instead of me, yeah, my proxy, have your uh, you know, have your grocery boy, right. you know, drag it out instead of me. Yep, but wouldn't do it. Instead, he goes, Sir, you're just gonna have to come into the store. <laughs> and I said to him, I said, Well, I'm not wearing a fucking mask. Can I come into the store? No, you have to wear a mask to enter our store. And that's when I just lost my shit. Mm -hmm. I was like, so you fucked up by not having my order ready yesterday. 
Then you moved my order, which was set from curbside to fucking in-store pickup. Then you're telling me I can't come in your fucking store because I, I'm not wearing a mask. Right. That's the way it looks, sir. Mm -hmm. I said, well, you know what? Fuck you. I'll just fucking go home. And I went home. I, I fucking hung up on this asshole and I drove home and then I had to go through all the hoops of canceling my fucking order. Right. And then reordering it again for delivery. Yeah. And I reordered it again for delivery and then they delivered it to the house today. Yeah. So how, how long did the delivery take? Was that an extra day? No, it was, it was next day. It was next day was actually two next days from what it should have been. All right. I should have picked it up the first day. They didn't have it ready. So I went to the second day, even though I had, I was supposed to pick it up the first day. And then they fucked with me that day. And then I got it the next day. So it was like two days late. I, I'm, I'm seeing conspiracy theory here. Well, I was pissed. I'm thinking cancel culture here. I'm thinking they're canceling Chris Aiken. They might be. They want me to stay fat, I guess. You had to go back in and cancel them so mm -hmm. they cancel you first. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> fucking ridiculous. I agree. I was like, it, I'm, and I'm not wearing my, I'm not wearing a fucking mask. Well, I, I get it. And, and the thing is, is why couldn't the, you know, why couldn't the grocery guy just pick your order up, put it on his little cart, scan it like it was you and yeah. then drag it out to you? Yeah, you got people doing that anyway on on every other parking space. Well, it's in a, another part of the building. Yeah. Once it en enters the uh, kiosk quarantine area, we can't touch it anymore. Yeah, it just was. It was unfucking real, dude. <laughs> How stupid is that? It was fucking bizarro, stupid, yeah. so fucked. Yeah. But but I was not gonna give in. I was not going to fucking go into the store i was and i had a mask i had that fucking horrible mask that i yeah, had yeah but it's the principle of the yeah. thing well that was it is i i'm not i'm not caving into these fucks they fucked they fucked things up and now it's my fault to fucking fix it fuck you you're the goddamn store taking my money yeah so, did, you, did you get on yelp and yelp them immediately no, i didn't <laughs> I didn't call for anybody to cancel them. I didn't give them a one-star review on no, you didn't Yelp on them and didn't no. give them a bad Yelp review. No. no bad Yelp review. I didn't find their Facebook and fucking give them a bad review there. Did you call the, did you call the local media? No, I, I, I not yet. I might. <laughs> did you call the WKYC? Yeah. You guys aren't going to believe what they did. It's a conspiracy, right? Where's Wilma Smith when you need her? <laughs> Wilma Smith, Jesus. <laughs> what year is this? <laughs> 1989. I was going to say, is she even still alive? I don't know. Wilma Smith. Wilma Smith. I knew that would get you. Holy shit. <laughs> Where's Ed Henry when you need him? Yeah. Not Ed, Ted. Ted, Ted Henry. Henry. Ted Henry. Yeah. Well, Dick Goddard jumped in the box a couple of months ago. Yeah. Did he? Did he pass yeah. away? Yeah, he jumped in the box. I had no idea. Yeah. Mr. Mr. Wooly Bear himself. Yeah, now he's covered with Wooly Bears eating his I, rotting corpse. I, I had no idea that uh, the Martian Dick Goddard passed away. Yeah, what a strange looking fella he was. He was a strange guy. He went to my uh, elementary school, by the way. Really? Yeah. 
I would hope it was before you were there. Oh yeah, long long before. But uh, the elementary school that I went to used to be the high school. Yeah. So so his picture was up with his class in like what 1946 or whatever. Bet. But that's where he went. He went to he went to Greensburg. I'm sure where I went to school. So I'm not, sure. not, not that the rest of the world people in Finland and Sweden and you know Australia that listens to the show they even know what the fuck we're even right. talking about. Well, I'm sure when Dick Goddard went there, like Richie Blackmore, he's wearing a pilgrim's hat. But that was just because that was the fashion when he yeah. went there. That 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 was the fa- That was a fashion statement. Yeah, back in 1880 when he went to high school. Yeah, if you could afford a stove pipe hat, you were one of the elite. Yeah. <laughs> You were one of the rich. Yeah. <laughs> Big dumb belt buckle on your hat. Exactly. Looking like a boob. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of whining bitches. Yeah. Um, already the already the problems start whenever there's money involved. Okay. Whenever there's uh, commercial big money involved, all all of a sudden. Problems start to uh, arise, and I'm talking about the Joe Rogan experience being Spotify. It is already a mess. It hasn't even, it just started week one. Yeah. Yeah, We're in what, I I think it started, what, on the 1st, 1st of September? Something like that. Yeah, I mean, but he's only done like four or five episodes so far. We're going to talk about the legacy shows. Yeah. That they were going to move over. Okay. The Spotify, just kind of like what you're doing with the whole anchor thing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Where they take all your past episodes and they move them over and, right. you know, all this other shit. Mm-hmm. Well, here we go with the whining faggots. Mm-hmm. I, and I'm going to repeat that because I know it's so offensive. The whining social justice warrior faggots. Weak ass pussies. Yeah. Spotify is reportedly fighting with employees about hosting episodes of Joe Rogan's podcast that some consider, drumroll please, transphobic. Oh, boy. Look up the word transphobic. What does that even mean? What What is transphobic? What is, what is the definition of transphobic? Oh, uh, let's see. Wiki's too long. Definition. Transphobia. Irrational. F- fucking ads. Irrational fear of, aversion to, or discrimination against transgender people. Now, is it a fear or is it a disagreement? Oh, well, see, it's- see I, I, I'm always, I'm always interested in the way that the media always uses these terms like you're homophobic and that to me means you're afraid of gay people but that's not the definition i think the definition the the piece that you're missing is the aversion to which means you don't accept it yeah you you find it disgusting or or you want to throw up in your mouth a little bit so technically you are transphobic yeah you're you're revolted by it yeah so what yeah, yeah, so I find it disgusting. I, I I I threw up in my mouth a little bit just thinking about some guy pretending to be a woman and sucking a dick. Yeah, it makes oh. me sick. Oh no, society doesn't agree with me. I better change my view. Exactly. Fuck off. Shut up. 
Fuck off. Spotify. Here we go. Joe Rogan. If you weren't aware, Joe Rogan has been doing his uh, show, which he was uh, basically, uh, you know, copying what Anthony Cumia mm-hmm. started right about five or six years ago. Right. With his compound media. Yep. Unfortunately, Anthony did not cash in the way that Joe did. No, he did not. But I, uh, I will always tip my hat to Anthony for being as creative, as insightful, and as, uh, you know, groundbreaking as he was broadcasting from his own home. Right. Just for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. And that's what he did because he was still gainfully employed by Sirius XM radio when he started doing his, uh, his compound media broadcast. Right. And, uh, so Joe, who was a friend of Anthony, uh, said, Hey, this guy is just like, you know, streaming from his house. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. It looks kind of fun. It's kind of free form. I, I, I could do that too. Yep. And he did. And fortunately for Joe, and and I believe me, I am very envious of what Joe landed himself, but he landed himself a five-year, a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify. Well, he had he had um everybody's point number one of podcasting to be successful in podcasting. He was already famous. Exactly. To quote uh Adam Carolla. Yeah. What, well, that is- what, what's the secret to having a successful podcast? Well, you got to be famous. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. You can't be just a Johnny come lately or nobody and have a big podcast. That's it. You already have gotten the major bones through uh commercial outlets. Mm-hmm. Obviously Joe Rogan has been doing for the last 30 years. I, I guarantee you when Joe Rogan first started was, Hey, that's the guy from fear factor. Or that's the guy from the UFC. Or suddenly Susan. Yeah. Was he on suddenly Susan too? Yeah, he was on that. He was on that suddenly Susan show. Right. And Chappelle. Yeah. He was a regular on Chappelle too. He, was. he was, he, he did that, uh, that Bigums thing where he, yeah. you know, re recreated the fear factor thing. Yeah. He's like, You're going to have to eat horse stick. <laughs> yeah. yeah penis. I was the first time I ate penis. Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Chappelle is the shit. Yeah. So anyway, regardless of that, Spotify is wrestling with employees' concerns. What are they concerned about? Nothing. About how the company is handling the episodes of the Joe Rogan experience that some describe as transphobic. How about this? They're a fucking broadcasting company. They're supposed to be broadcasting opinions. Yeah. Besides that, they bought the whole Joe Rogan experience. So why would you release that? Yeah. That's what they're, they're in the end. and, And this is where the fucking Spotify cunts that are whining are fucking clueless. In the end, they bought Joe's audience. That's what Joe's audience listens to. Suck it up. That's how you're making your paycheck. You fucking dummies that are whining about this. If Joe gets fired, guess what? Your stock goes to shit. Exactly. And some of you will be laid off. Exactly. So understand really carefully what you're whining about. Cause you're going to cost you or some of the other people in the boardroom jobs. If you get this guy fucking canceled off of fucking Spotify. It's crazy. It is. 
Spotify CEO Daniel E.K. addressed concerns in an all-hands-on meeting on Wednesday. Mm, wow. <laughs> oh, this is important shit. Sounds like big time. Everybody in the boardroom, stat, hurry, <laughs> get in here. We really need to address this Rogan thing. Let's get everybody in the conference room, please. Yeah. Shut up, you faggots. <laughs> I know. I could not work with weak faggots. Well, unfortunately, they're they're everywhere these they days. They are everywhere. Uh, EK said that Rogan's po podcast had been the subject of 10 meetings, 10 meetings, Ten. and told employees not to leak to the press. Which they immediately did anyway. <laughs> Spotify is facing a heated internal struggle with employee. Shut the fuck up. We yeah. give you a paycheck. Just do what we told you to do. Yeah. If you can't, if you can't handle it, then don't work here. Yeah. Go away. Yeah. Go yeah, work go, somewhere go, else. Go work for Facebook or something. Yeah. Go somewhere else. Start your own. <laughs> I can't think good conscience of Joe Rogan's transphobic broadcast on Spotify. Well, then go start your own Spotify. Yeah. Go go work somewhere else, you weak dick. Yeah. Go, go start cockify, you fucking homo. Exactly. Spotify is facing a heated internal struggle with employees over whether it should host episodes of the Joe Rogan experience that some, some, not all, some mm -hmm. staffers describe as transphobic. See, is there anything that, is there anything that nobody is offended by anything? Mm -mm. So what are we going to cancel everything? Well, here's the thing. Why is it in this day and age, the tail always wags the dog? Yeah, I don't know. Because because co companies are pussies. You know, the thing is, it's just like some or a couple or a few. You're never, ever going to appease everyone. Yeah. It's never going to work. It never has worked and it never will work. Mm -hmm. You know, some people who don't agree or don't like certain things. They have choices. They can go somewhere else. How do you not look back just a, a short time ago to Howard Stern? 80% of the people hated him. He's the most successful guy in the history of fucking broadcasting. How do you not see that? Everybody doesn't have to share your fucking opinion. Well, it's, it's all about the feeling. <laughs> right. Uh, Vice reported that the CEO, Daniel E.K., I wonder if he's related to Eric E.K., <laughs> might address staff concerns at an all hands meeting on Wednesday. In the case of Joe Rogan, a total of 10 meetings have been held with various groups, groups, groups. They, they're, they're grouping off in the Spotify camp right, and the right. individuals to hear their respective concerns, um, resources who spoke to vice on a condition of anonymity. We'll so, so basically the CEO, this Eric E.K. said, hey, don't run to the press and talk about this, huh? But yet three sources are of course. giving it up right away. We'll, we'll take the social justice people in conference room one, faggots in conference room two, <laughs> Joe Rogan supporters, conference room three. And please don't leak any of this. Right. Yeah. 
you know, if I was this, if I was this, uh, what's this guy's name again? This, uh, this Daniel E.K. Oh, heck yeah. I would be losing my fucking shit. I'd go, we just signed a contract for a hundred fucking million dollars with this guy. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to sink our ship here? Yeah. Well, they are. They're eating their own. Yeah. It's like, dude, we just spent a hundred million dollars. Where were these concerns before they signed the contract? He was on YouTube. You could have watched his content then and voiced your concerns before we signed a contract. Yeah. Now we're locked in, you fucking faggots. Yeah, so shut the fuck up for five years or get a new job. Vice said its sources shared questions that had been submitted for the Q&A portion of the meeting. I could never live in live in such a corporate construct. Uh, well, we'll take questions now. Yeah. No, you know what I would do if I was this Daniel E. K. It's just like, yeah, I'm the CEO. I pay your salary. Yeah. If you want to receive a check, continue doing your work. If you and don't, the there's up. the door. Yeah, and shut the fuck up. Yeah, take the train. Mm-hmm. What, what is it with the such, such concerns with everybody's feelings about things? Cause we didn't fucking fucking give any corporal punishment to these cunts when they were growing up and now they're all grown up and they're spoiled twats. I know. But again, if I, again, if I was the CEO, I'd be more like Trump. You're fired. Fucking get out. Yeah. But now, now the, the backlash in the media, man, you know, that's really what it is. Mm -hmm. Spotify is in a world of hurt. There's no, because they, they have, they have multiple problems with the media and it ain't going to get any easier for them. They've got this problem. They're getting ready to fucking sign Howard Stern. And that's going to be even more of a nightmare. Is that, is that true? I haven't heard that. That's true. It's um, from what I heard, I, I didn't see this in the press. I actually heard it from somebody that's sort of maybe in the know. Okay. Somebody is somebody that was in one of these meetings, maybe at Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> is he a faggot? Uh, not, no, he's a CMS listener. So, all right. All right. Good enough. So, um, from what I hear, Howard Stern, 40, 40 episodes a year. I didn't hear money numbers, but 40 episodes, all interviews, no staff. Okay. Just Howard. All right. And that my thought was, Jesus, if they're paying him anything, they're paying him too much. Who fucking, in the Spotify generation, who fucking knows who Howard Stern even is? Does anybody? I don't know the answer. I really don't. Mm. But yeah, that's the, that's the next shoe. And that's why this is, that's one of the reasons why this Spotify thing is so, or this Rogan thing is so fucking crazy. Because... Because it's right before bringing in Stern. And with Stern, you're going to get all the fucking blackface stuff. <laughs> you're going to get all that controversy as well. well every he, bad thing he's, he's ever said. Well, he's a liberal, so he's allowed to get away with that. Well, so is Rogan, though, really. Eh. Rogan's, Rogan's like a left-leaning libertarian, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. He's not a conservative. No, not at all. No. 
Um, the questions was shorten the name of the podcast to JRE. Mm-hmm. All right. That, why, why is that even a concern? Yeah. Who cares? Suggest the friction is building between Spotify's leadership and its staff over the podcast. You know what? Spotify leadership, take a stand and go fucking get out. Yeah. You know, th- this is the direction we're steering the ship. And if you don't want to be a part of the staff here, there's the door. Yeah. Get out. How about this? This is the most successful guy in this medium ever. This guy is the fucking innovator. This guy is fucking the Henry Ford to the car. He is the fucking podcast guy. He redefined how it fucking works. He has the mo- He does a podcast that does like fucking 20 million fucking plays. Just fucking shut up. He's not going to do it based on what you, a fucking $23 an hour fucking coder, thinks. Go fuck yourself. Go suck your dick in private and fucking leave Joe Rogan's podcast alone, you fucking fag. Yeah, he's supposed to be our flagship podcast. So, you know, step off. Yeah, exactly. I'm I just just reading this just as as somebody who's been in the business world for as long as I have and I know you too. Mm-hmm. It's like who are you people? Your employees get the fuck out. Yeah, what what do you matter? Yeah, I could find somebody else who will fill your position gladly. Yeah, do the job or don't. Period. Yeah. I don't want to hear your whining bullshit because of your <laughs> Facebook said. <laughs> Exactly. Just shut up. Why has Spotify chosen to ignore Spectrum ERG's guidance about transphobic context content in the JRE catalog? One question said, referring to the internal employee represent. This is just getting so convoluted. The mm-hmm. internal employee representation group. Yeah. Why do you need that? Do you think there's an, a representation group of people that fucking load trucks? You no. loaded trucks. When you loaded trucks, did you ever say, wait a minute, I can't deliver this food to fucking Arby's because they have a, they, they're not associating the correct way with transphobic people. You know what they would have told you truck driver, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I, I am so for just taking out clubs and beating people. <laughs> I really am. Yeah. Well, I got to think Rogan don't give a fuck, though. Well, why would he? He probably already has a clause, and he probably has a breakup uh, clause, too, that if, if for some reason within the five years that this doesn't work out, he probably still makes a big cash, you know, cashes out. He probably cashes all of it out. Well, my point is, is there's a, the, the, in any of these contracts, it's called a breakup clause. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, if it doesn't work out, they still owe you a, a shit ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope he, I, I mean, I'm, I doubt he's got any financial problems. <laughs> <laughs> Are you kidding me? He's fucking well off. Good for him. Oh, my. Well, get ready for the alphabet soup group here, Chris, because there's some letters in here I don't even identify with or recognize. Okay. Many, count these letters, will you? Go ahead. 
LGBTQAI plus. <laughs> wow. Spotifyers feel unwelcome and alienated because of the leadership's response to the JRE conversation. What is your message to those employees? Another red. Yeah, here's my message. Suck it up, buttercup. That's my message to them. Don't. Here's my message to them. Don't listen to the JRE. Yeah. How about that? Look up queer stuff. Yeah. And fucking listen to that instead. Just because it's on the platform. Let me just tell you. Spotify has a lot of jazz on their platform. And guess what? I don't listen to it. Spotify has a lot of political commentary on it. Guess what? I don't listen to it. I've been able to find a way to not hear stuff that I don't want to hear on Spotify. Somehow I've been how, able to how do does that work, Chris. How does that work? I you mean, know, I mean, are are you are you free to move your arms and your fingers to pick and choose what you want to hear, or how does what? that work? Kind of give us give us the technical breakdown how it is that you don't listen to things that you don't want to hear. Well, you know, the first thing I did was called together the Spotify. I don't want to hear this group. <laughs> and we had a meeting and then we, we, we asked questions. We submitted a questionnaire to everybody in the room to see what they wanted to hear. And then we made decisions based on what they wanted to hear and what I wanted to hear on what I should listen to. It's the fucking dumbest shit ever. Just don't listen. <laughs> Sources uh, said that Spotify staff highlighted one episode. One episode. How many episodes did this guy had? He he's done like uh, five years worth. Yes, it the number's like sixteen hundred or something. Yeah, it's like five years worth at like three hundred episodes a year or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like fifteen or sixteen hundred episodes. He numbers them. So let me look on Spotify and I'll tell you Spotify. So I, I think he's heading up toward 2000 episodes already. Um, let's see. The latest one was Douglas Murray. That was number 1538. Yeah. So, so it's been five years at, at 300 episodes a year. Yeah. Give or take. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he's, he's just shy of 16 1600 episodes right yeah so there's this one there was this one time mm -hmm. one time are you fucking shitting me hey if it's even one word in one time it's wrong neely oh my god don't uh, be making excuses for this abhorrent behavior oh my god um, sources told, said that the, the staff highlighted one episode in which Rogan interviewed Abigail Schreer about her book, Irreversible Damage, the Transgender Craze Seducing Our Daughters. Right. Okay. Just one episode. Joe Rogan and the, and the episode in question have been reviewed extensively, extensively. Yeah. 
The, these people have way too much time on their hands. So what do they do? Get a bunch of people sitting around a table and, and they all listen to the podcast and take notes and then they yeah, share their thoughts. And then they shake their heads and yeah. they, they just, they wag their heads and go, oh no, oh no, we can't have this. Oh, oh no. Is it like deliberations in a jury box or in a, with a jury? Well, I noted that Joe said, yeah, snag it three times and uh, that's unacceptable. We must cancel him immediately. Yeah, it's, what are they doing? Just, just not enough Spotify, Spotify leadership. Tell your fucking staff to shut the fuck up. Yeah. EK said in, in the all hands, <laughs> according to the report, the fact that we weren't changing our position doesn't mean we weren't listening. It just means we made a different judgment call. Okay. I, I commend them for saying that. Yeah. It's just like, well, I, I'm sorry you don't agree with this, but yeah. this is what we choose to do. This is our company. Yeah. This is how we're moving forward. Regardless of you agree with it or not. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So yeah. if you if it if it's such a conscience uh driven thing for you. You don't have to work here. Yeah. Beat it. Yep. Here's the real deal, person. We make the decisions, not you. Yeah. It's not our job to make you happy. It's our job to make our customers happy. And if the bulk of our customers are good with it, we don't give two fucks about you. As is any business. That's any business. No business. You know, for all the fucking people that say the customer is always right. That's a line. That is such a line of shit. The customer is always lukewarm at best. Lukewarm. You make your decisions based on what you think the customers will do, but every customer is never going to be right. Every customer is going to have different opinions of everything. So you make your best decisions. You're always right. When you stand by your decisions. Whether it works out or not is irrelevant. You're always right when you have the balls to stand up for your decision. You do not make decisions. You never make decisions based on what the underlings have to say. Never. You know who does that? People that are out of business. Those are the only businesses that fucking do that. Businesses that fucking. You, like you, how many people work at your business? 10? I think collectively 25. 25 people. Mm -hmm. If every time they went and decided that they needed to have a meeting with all 25 people to discuss how a job was going to be done, how long would it be before your business was out of business? Uh, two weeks. That's what I'm saying. It would be immediate. What it needs is there's people that are put in place at your business that understand the business. There's fucking underlings that work a fucking welder and a goddamn, you know, cutting torch. And, and that's their job. That's it. That's how it works. You do yours. We'll do ours. And if that's not good enough for you, get the fuck out. Yeah. There's, other, there's other places for you to work. You don't have to work here. Yeah. They don't need you. I promise you, everybody in that fucking source group or whatever we're calling this fucking bunch of knotheads, they fired them all today. Nobody... Not one subscription would be lost on Spotify. Not a word. Not one. So just shut the fuck up.
Jeez. EK also told employees not to leak to the media if they want to be included in the company conversations about moderation. Mm-hmm. If we can't have open, confidential debates, we will have to move those discussions to closed doors, he said. Ooh. Rogan, who has 9.5 million subscribers on YouTube, <laughs> 9.5 million. Well, I can see why then, you know, the, the, the lowly programmer should have some stake in what he, what Rogan does. Yeah. It's like, what have you accomplished? Rogan, Rogan started a, a, you know, uh, uh, what do you want a grassroots, uh, podcast Mm -hmm. video podcast inspired by Anthony Cumia Mm -hmm. and he grew it to 9.5 million subscribers. Yeah, but I've got 31 likes on my post that says, fuck Joe Rogan on Facebook. <laughs> so you better listen to me. Yeah, shut up. Yeah, fuck off. This was seen as a huge win for the platform as it builds out its podcasting empire, which includes the CMS, by the way. Yeah, no. This it scares can- me. This scares me to no end. That fucking, if they'll fire Rogan over this, what are they going to do to us? We will be off Spotify in no time. Once their once their source group has a meeting, right? Of course, has the CMS meeting. Yeah. What about that CMS show? Well, let's schedule eight to ten meetings and have a to have listen to some of it. Yeah. I don't think it'll take them as long to find stuff to be offended of as it did with Joe. Yeah, I fucking hate those guys. I do too. Fuck yeah. <laughs> This was seen as a huge win for the platform as it builds its podcasting empire and competes with Apple, Amazon, and Google. The back and forth indicates Spotify will increasingly have to deal with the moderation issues, not dissimilar to those at social media companies like Facebook and Twitter. Oh, good. Yeah, I fucking hate Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, I've heard that. I hate them. You do? I I never knew. Yeah. The company doesn't feature older episodes of Rogan's podcast featuring the right-wing conspiracy theorist, Alex Jones. (laughs) See, they're blocking me, Neely. Neely, I should be on with Joe Rogan. Instead, I'm blocked. Blocked (laughs) everywhere, Neely. It's a a conspiracy. It's the the Bilderbergs. The Bilderbergs, they're they're in those Spotify meetings, Neely. They're LGBTQIA, BACT, LMNLP. They're there, Neely. They're blocking me. They're keeping me off of the Joe Rogan experience. The JRE. The JRE has no AJ. That's what I'm saying. There's no Alex Jones. It's a conspiracy, Neely. It's the Bilderberg Group. Whose own podcast got booted from the platform in 2018 for breaching its rules of hate content. They hated that I admitted that the frogs are gay, Neely. That's what they hated the most. They wanted me to accept frogs being gay, and I wasn't willing to do it, Neely. Right. The Bilderbergs had to throw me right off of Spotify. I'm no longer there, Neely. But you can get my, my, my vitamins over at Infowars.com. There's lots of Infowars.com vitamins. Get the vitamins, and you'll feel healthy like me, Alex Jones, even if I'm not on Spotify. <laughs> and has removed some of the other episodes featuring far-right figures. <laughs> oh, good. Oh my God. So, so here it is. Joe Rogan just, just gets his, um, his podcast launched on Spotify and already there's this 
backlash. Yeah. I'm sure he doesn't give two fucks. Well, no, I, I don't think Joe Rogan per se, because, you know, if things were to fall apart with Spotify for whatever reason, mm-hmm. he, he would just go back to YouTube. Well, there is question about that, though. Because he did sign an exclusivity deal. Well, again, but but I'm sure, again, uh, like I said, if there was a breakup agreement, he would probably get 50% or something like that of that contract, which that's $50 million. So why does he give a shit? But what they might do, because that kind of money doesn't matter as much to Spotify, they might opiate Anthony him and make him sit out for five years. But at that point, his career would be done. Yeah. I mean, he'd have the money, but, but, you know, creative guys don't like to just cash checks. And I agree. And they, they don't want to just sit around and do nothing. Right. But I'm sure he would find another outlet to do something else. Well, he still has the UFC. I mean, he'd still do that obviously, but, but yeah, I mean, they could bench him and that would be a big fucking problem for Jeff. Well, uh, I'll take the 50 million and be benched if it, if it were me. Yeah. Well, I would too. Right, ban me, ban me. Will you? Yeah. But pay me 50 million. Will Shit, just pay me 50 bucks. <laughs> this is what our, this is what it boils down to. Mm-hmm. We'll just be in social justice warriors, whining and complaining and pissing and moaning. And I just don't understand why these, these large corporations, and again, I don't know what the, the gross income of Spotify is, Yeah. but, but obviously they have worked for years to mm-hmm. build their platform. And now it boils down to some whiny nose picking shit who goes, <laughs> I don't like that content. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, no shit. Go work somewhere else. Yeah. Go start your own platform, you dick. (laughs) (sighs) That's the whole thing is that these people who have no stake, Mm -hmm. who've not worked, who have not, who have not uh, been inventive, they're somehow wagging the dog. Yeah. And the dog's listening, unfortunately. You know, and again, this is why I admire Anthony so much. Yeah. Because that guy put his money where his mouth is. He took his personal finances and launched the uh, compound media. He did. And he's still doing it. I don't know if he's successful. I don't know if he makes any money with it. I have no idea. Yeah, who knows? You know, but he does what he wants to do because he made his bones in the commercial world and he... You know, he, he see, he seems to me like he enjoys life. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, he seems like he's really enjoying it. You know, I don't know what what kind of wealth or money that, uh, that Anthony has, but I mean, we, we know that contractual wise between the commercial radio and Sirius XM, you know, he, he, he probably made 20, $25 million at least. Right. I would, I would think even more than that. Well, I'm, I'm just I mean, conservative here. I mean, just, just on XM, they were making 3 million a year. He was there 10 years. All right. So and that's then, 30 million. And then the, I mean, they were huge at the time that sex for Sam happened. 
I mean, they were big, big time at being syndicated all over the place and everything else when Sex for Sam happened. So they had right. to be making good money. Yeah. He probably has 30 million, 30 right. to 50 million. So my point is, is that he had the wherewithal to, to go out there, buy some cameras, play around, just kind of experiment, you know, start broadcasting from his from his basement, I guess. Sure. And and turned it into something, you know, and regardless, he didn't get signed by Spotify or whatever, because he kind of did his own thing and because yeah. he's too controversial, right? You know, to be signed by a corporate thing, which I get. But at least he he sticks by his guns and is doing his own thing. Yeah, he's he's doing, dude. He's he's absolutely seeing what's happening to Rogan right now is exactly why Anthony's doing what he's doing. He built his own thing where no one can fire him, and that's why. And and he said that on the on the Kumia show a ton of times that that's why he, you know, he he could take it somewhere. He could go somewhere else and let them handle all the business, but then he'd be, you know, an employee and he doesn't want to be an employee. He just likes to fucking play his video games and show up for two hours a day, four days a week and cash checks. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, I don't blame him. Well, if, if, and when someday we can get Anthony on the show, that'd be cool. Well, I have definitely, as of even this week, let me pull up the text. Um, or it was an email. I'm going to read you the email. Cause All I, right. I did ask this week. I, um, and, uh, I, um, I was doing a little bit of work for Mr. Landau this week. And it, it was something real quick. Um, bu -bu 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 -bu. And I did the work for him. He asked me to do it. He sent me a quick email. It said, thank you. And I said, all set. And he said, what do I owe you? And I said, an interview with Anthony. Yeah. And I said, seriously, it's on the house. Meaning the work that I did, it literally took me two minutes. And Dave's answer to me was, I'll bring it up again today. When would you want him to do it? And I said, we do it whenever it's convenient for him, preferably some night after you guys finish. He said, I'll do my best. It's so hard to get him to do anything but chip, but I'm going to try again. All right. So I, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm really trying to make I, it. I know you're trying. It's just, I, I would like to, because I think for me personally, that would mm -hmm. be a deal. Yeah, me too. Dude. I mean, fuck back in the day, we were doing sticker stops and everything else for OA. And, 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 you know, both of us have absolutely said that we are very much influenced by o and a absolutely you know I, I mean honestly anthony and jimmy that's that's how i got to do this part of what i do is 100 percent from watching o and a and watching fucking jim and anthony with their their quick wit and their fucking fearless comedy and whether i'm good at it or bad at it that's what i try to do is be quick and fearless just based on their fucking influence. But mm -hmm. I am trying. I'm definitely trying to make it happen. <laughs> I know. I know you have a little in with those folks over there, but it, it'll be cool if and when that takes place. Mm -hmm. So we'll see. I'm, right. I'm, I'm thinking it might happen when his book comes out because he will tell Anthony. Oh, he's got another book? 
No, uh, uh, Landau has a book. Oh, Landau has a book. Landau mm-hmm. has a book, and I'm doing the cover art. All right, cool. I'm doing the cover for Dave's book. So um, when I have a feeling when that comes out and he's holding it up, you know, I might have him put as a credit on the fucking front cover, the classic metal. <laughs> well, that was kind of fun because when I was uh, at Don's house a couple of weeks ago, yeah, he had um, Mark Weiss's book. Yeah. There on the shelf, and then he had the uh, Dokken book, sure, right in front of it. Okay, and and there was your cover. Oh, of the Dokken book. Yeah, nice. So I was just like, "That's that's pretty cool." It's got it on display there at the house, right? Yeah. Where was my book in the garbage? No, no. <laughs> actually, we talked about your books <laughs> while we were in the car. We were you know driving around a little bit we were talking about you and the call me chris book actually right you like it yeah he was just like he was because we're actually talking about you know his recovery from his surgery yeah and we were discussing you and your recovery and stuff he goes yeah 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 you know i read that book and you know let chris know i appreciate him sending that to me and this that and the other but yeah we were actually having those discussions about it but it was kind of cool to see the book sitting up on the shelf there with Mark Weiss's book and sure. book and, you know, seeing the classic metal show on the cover and all right. that stuff. And then seeing, seeing the fact that you kind of designed that cover for him, you know? Yeah. yeah that was a good one. Yeah. So there you go. It's become a side job of mine doing people's book covers. I've done, I've done a few now I've done, yeah. I mean, I've done all six of mine, but I've done, um, I did the docking book. I'm doing Landau's book. I did a book called a sun for all seasons, which is my friend, Tony. It's kind of a religion book. Um, you know, I've done, I've done a few, which I love it, man. It's fun to me. It's very cool. And just one quick note here. Um, Gary, uh, Skadra she, mm-hmm. he chimed in. He says, Ever notice how the word faggot is always edited out of the Dire Straits classic Money for Nothing, at uh, at least on commercial radio? Of course it is. <laughs> Can't have that on there. No. Dude, here's a piece you don't know about the Rogan thing. This just broke today. I saw it on somewhere. I, I think YouTube or somewhere. But Rogan now has to get his guests approved. Oh. See, this... And again, I, I know there's a lot of money involved with what Rogan does. Yeah. And, and again, I'm very envious of it. Mm-hmm. But this is exactly why you and I never commercialize the show. No, no, never. It's a pain in the fucking ass. Yeah. The minute you let somebody with dollars in, it's a fucking pain in the dick. Oh, well, you got to do this now. And we, we don't like it the way that you do that. And you're going to have to do this differently. And no. could you just not use that language. And could you just, could you imagine trying to do a spontaneous show and, and trying to stay within these guidelines? No. I mean, I, I did it. I did it on commercial radio and it wasn't one tenth of this. Yeah, but it wasn't, it wasn't spontaneous. It was just like, Oh, let me, let me remember. Uh, I'm not supposed to say this. Yeah. I can't well, say that and be careful of saying that. Yeah. And, and I wasn't that good at it. That's why they had a fucking intern that, you know, that dumped out on me. That was his whole job was to fucking hit the dump button on me. <sighs> 
And that's one of the reasons I was ready to go when, when I, you know, crossed Mark and John and got kicked off. Fucking CBS. It's just so unfun. It wasn't fun at the end, dude. I'm telling you, I hated it at the end. I, I was, when I got fired from 92, three from, because of the whole market, John bit that we did on the CMS, when I got fired for that, I wasn't upset at all. I mean, not even a little bit. I was mad about the way it happened, but I sure as fuck was not upset at all about losing the metal show. Cause I hated it at that point. Yeah. Well, again, how can that be fun when it you wasn't. have to sit there and think about all the words that you use and go, Oh, well, I shouldn't say that. Or, Ooh, I got to be careful about that. Oh, oh, well, I'm trying to be spontaneous, but I got to stay with yeah. the guidelines. And there was a lot of this thing that would go on. You'd be like, yeah, then we went to the, to the place. And then it was, a, <laughs> you know, that, that was how it went. Yeah. You'd be catching yourself, you know, and, and every week it, it was so bad that just about every week when we would walk in, Matt would hand me a, a, a paper and it was like new guidelines for the air, <laughs> new guidelines for on air is guidelines. And it was like, well, you can't say this and you can't refer to that. And. Do, and a lot of it was due to recent legal legal things, you know, with Bubba the Love Sponge. You should not talk about inserting a carrot into anything. Yeah, and I mean, up. it was like stupid, stupid shit. But that that was actually a real one. Was Bubba said something about putting his carrot in a moist place or something like that, and that was banned. And yeah. they sent us a memo that said you cannot talk about inserting carrots into anything oh, no yeah. insertions you cannot talk about anything being inserted to any part of a human being <laughs> you know, it was like holy fuck are you kidding me yeah crazy time well no wonder a daughter kissing her dad on the air is such a big shocking thing yeah mm -hmm. it's it, it's stupid shocking yeah just dumb crazy and out of control mm -hmm. oh geez I don't know. Again, I'm going to, I'm going to throw this back to Trump. I think this is what Trump's appeal is, is because he says what he wants to say. And it's just like, Oh, did you hear what he said? Oh my God. Not a lot of fucks given for, for Mr. Trump. That's yeah. And, and none, and none here either. No, no, none here either. Well, again, I, I, I salute Joe Rogan for landing a big deal the way that he has, but boy, this, this approval of a guest, and, you know, we can't air this show and you said that and, oh my God, it's transphobic and, oh, I, I can't take it. No, it's dude. We have officially become those old guys. We are. We're those guys that no longer fucking relate to society. We just are. And I'm glad to be, I'm happy to be that. I don't want to be part of this society. I don't, I want to be part of the fringe because I don't want to be, I don't want anything to do with anything that's going on. Nothing. Do you? No, I don't. <laughs> Not at all. I'm happier than happy to be a fucking fringe douche. It's fine with me. I, I'm happier than happy to be that. I just, 
everything everything about what what the world is turning into right now and i hate to be that i know i'm gonna be that guy getting beat up in his fucking nursing home by some fucking 25 year old that's gonna be like you're you're a fucking asshole and punching me in the ribs and shit like that right right. you know and abusing me in the nursing home but i'm gonna be that guy i'm gonna be the guy that's like fuck you and your fucking generation your generation is shit yeah i'm gonna be that guy i know it all right well, I say we take a break, and I think the best song to to uh, you know take us out of this break, mm-hmm. some Red Rider, Lunatic Fringe. I like the tune. All right. Well, here it is. This is uh, Lunatic Fringe exclusively here on your classic metal show. Yeah. 